What's up, beautiful people? This is Fearfully Fit Podcast, and my goal for you is to develop a healthy mind, body, and spirit. I'm going to be sharing with you an in-depth look into how I lost over 100 pounds and had a total life transformation. I want you to be fit in all aspects of your life because you are fearfully and wonderfully made. What's up, beautiful people, and welcome to another episode of Fearfully Fit Podcast. I'm here with the lovely ladies, my tribe. How you guys doing? Good. Hey, we're doing good. So who's here is Kendra, Jessica, and Ruthie, and we're going to do a better introduction later. But first, I want to start off with a question just to get the conversation rolling, get us comfortable with speaking. So I usually do a would you rather question, but I'm going to do a one gotta go. So that means only you would have to give up the other options forever. Okay, so one got to go. Books, television, and music. Mm. Books. You would never read again? Never read. Dang. Mm-mm. I love television because I love my ratchet TV. <laughs> <laughs> and music is life. Like, I do music all the time with everything, so I could never live without music. I would have to say television. Books are life. Music is life. I feel like a world without books... We're dead. Mm. Wow, that was deep. Yeah, so I feel like the right answer is uh, that TV has to go. But my honest answer would be books has to go. I don't even watch TV that often, but I feel like... If you you didn't have it, you would feel it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I would probably get rid of TV, too. Because I read so often, and I need uh, music when I'm working out. And I work out all the time, so if I didn't have music, that would suck. Mm. So mine would be TV. But it would be so much open space. But yeah, mine would be TV too. <laughs> well, how about this? If you had subtitles with your TV, does that count as reading? No. No. Yes. Mm, you can't get up. You can't <laughs> go around. Still reading. No. Subtitles don't work. Mm-mm. Okay. Dang. Okay. All right. So this episode, it's um, continuing on with relational health and uh, the purpose of a tribe and the importance of it and how we met and what we mean to each other and all that good stuff. And so we met at Pandora, the uh, the jewelry store. How long ago was that? Ooh, that 10 was- years. Yeah. Dang, it's been 10 years? I do. Oh my God, I didn't know it was that, yeah. that long ago. Wow, mm-hmm. we got some time. Definitely. Yeah. We're like real I think it's 10 years on the map. Yep. Yeah. I think 10 years. 2010. Wow, we're real, mm-hmm. real friends. But I think you got uh, Ruthie and Jeff. Jessica knew each other a little bit beforehand, from right? Yeah, yeah we from college. Wow. And then when we got one, closer with Pandora. Yeah. Yes. And look at us 10 years later. I didn't know it was so long. That's yeah. beautiful. So the definition of a tribe, I looked it up. It says it is a group of people or a community with similar values or interests, a group with a common ancestor or a common leader. And I was like, well, who's our common leader? And I feel like God, right? That's what I thought too. On the mainland. Yes. That was my first thought too. And I was like, that's definitely an aspect that makes us um, Mm -hmm. so close and connected. Mm -hmm. Who thought of tribe? I feel like it was Ruthie. I don't know. But you know what's so funny? It's important to say that like we didn't start off as a tribe. We started off as friends. Yeah. True. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that tribe thing really happens over. I mean, time. it happened very shortly, but it happened over time. Mm-hmm. I like, think almost as our relationship in Christ grew, we became a tribe, which is yes. crazy to think back on it. Yes. Mm-hmm. 
Because we started off as friends. We were not a tribe. Yeah. And we were a bigger group of friends. It wasn't just us. Yeah. It was a couple other people. And then sort of like other people tapered away. And we just started to mm-hmm. get closer. And, and then yeah, like you four. said. And then, and then we're four. Oh, and yeah, so like beautiful. you said, our relationship with God grew. We grew closer together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I also think we bonded with one another, too, on separate occasions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and that grew us also as a unit. Because yeah. it was me and you, you and her, you and her, me and yeah. her. You know, so I think with that, that also strengthened the foundation because we, like, actually knew each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? So we could always pick up where we left off. Yes. Nice. Oh, that's We've beautiful. been through so many phases of life together. Yes. Funny enough, Wow, right? I was thinking about that as you were giving me... Because, y'all, I'm sitting in Kendra's whole house. Well, praise God. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. She got her own house, y'all, with her husband. With, with her husband. Well, and she was giving Lord. me a tour. And we really have. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Like we met as college students. Mm-hmm. Oh, we mm-hmm. got some miles on us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've gained degrees, we've gained husbands, we've gained sororities, we've gained homes, we've gained so much finances. Praise God. To- Hello. Moving from Pandora. Yes. <laughs> I um I was trying to think of what makes what makes us a tribe, at least in my in my mind. And intentional kept coming to my mind because I feel like we're very intentional friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. I'm actually the more intentional with you guys than I am anybody else. Just I every agree. time we meet, yes. I agree. It's like so purposeful. Yes, yes. And people know. Like I'd be like, listen, I need my Pandora girls. Like my other group of friends, know. Like my family, they know. Yeah. And when I refer to you, it's like my Pandora girl. Yeah, I you know? agree. And, and we don't let too much time go by yeah. either without us getting a date on the calendar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. And I'll move stuff around. We'll all like finagle mm-hmm. to make sure. I think which which is what makes it different. We all have friends, outside friends, but there's something mm-hmm. like there's nothing like I should say a sisterhood. Mm-hmm. And then also the other word that comes to mind is like accountability. Yeah. Like we don't play with each that other. Was, mm-hmm. Like we're not here mm-hmm. to make each other feel good. Mm-hmm. We're not here we're we're here to in to, to uplift each other, to encourage mm-hmm. each other. But if you need to hear the real, we're gonna hear it from one mm-hmm. of us. Mm-hmm. Right. Growth comes to mind. Yes. Because if you're not growing, you literally die. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we've all been part of each other's growth, whether it be in godly counsel, finance, life, relationships, whatever it is, we've all grown and help each other to grow because, you know, we're dealing from experience. And plus, we've traveled together. If you can travel with a group of girls yeah. mm-hmm. and come right. out and still be friends, <laughs> Lord knows we was meant to be. <laughs> so... And just going off the intentional thing, not saying that my other friends are not intentional with them, but I feel like my other friends, like they just play different parts. Yeah. Like, and I think it's also important you have friends that you just, you know, you kind of have fun with. Mm -hmm. And then you have the friend, maybe just, I have a certain friend who we don't hang out often, but she calls me all the time just to talk to me to like offload type of thing. Mm-hmm. And then I have, you know, my intention where, where I want to go to I'm specifically searching for something. Right. You know what I mean? So I think it's good to have a variety. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can I share something that a teacher uh, shared with me many years ago that like we all have different friends in life and you're, you're right. There are your party friends. There are your friends who, and then she described two things. She, she described people that you need in life and then people that need you in life. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. there comes a relationship where it's equal, that you mm-hmm. need them as much as they need you. Mm-hmm. And to me, that reminds me of a tribe. Yeah. Yes. When it's equal. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. We have so oh, that many friends good, yeah. that it's like, you know what? Let's party. Let's hang out. Mm-hmm. Let's talk. Mm-hmm. And I'm the one that 
or mm-hmm. we're the ones that are leaning in to help them or mm-hmm. to pull pour them up them. or to pour mm-hmm. into them or just to have a good time and right. smile on their face. And then there are people who we look up to that they do that for us. Mm-hmm. And then there are the selected you mm-hmm. that it's like a pour in pour out mm-hmm. relationship yeah. mm-hmm. and that reminds me of a tribe yeah because mm-hmm. it's more long lasting right because in the example you you gave it's like at some point someone's gonna get tired right mm-hmm. so it's like you're either pouring into someone and you're gonna get tired or someone's pouring into you and they're gonna get tired and then the relationship at some point mm-hmm. is not gonna last mm-hmm. but here it's like we all pick up one day Ruthie's like, when are we meeting? One day it's summer. One day it's me. One day it's gonna like we're all holding each other accountable. We're all intentional about this relationship. Mm-hmm. I remember something that comes to mind. We were sitting in a car. This is before um, Jessica and Kendra got married, and everyone was just dating. And I was like, wow, we're all trying to be celibate. Mm-hmm. It was, yeah. I don't know, it just seems so amazing to me yeah. that I had like a group of friends that were all actively trying. Yes. Yes. I thought that was so amazing. Yeah. Like to have that that common goal. I've never experienced that before. Not just saying like the celibacy mm-hmm. thing, but just to have a a group of people that something so um something so important in my life that mm-hmm. we each had like that same and you know, that same common right. goal to it. I think it's important that, you know, because we're spiritual and we're religious, I think it's important we know that, you know, what happens in the spiritual versus what happens in the natural. And it feels like we're moving in the same space. We're mm-hmm. like extensions of each other. So when we're like all in a good space, we're all celibate, we're all... And when one slacks, we all pick yep. that person right. up. You know what yeah. I mean? So it's nice to have not only the accountability, but it's nice to be vulnerable yeah. in that space and not to so be judged. Yeah. So right. You know, because I've never judge me because i've had friends like didn't you say he was not having sex and you let him hit it <laughs> you weak mm-hmm. girl you might as well just stop that mm-hmm. and then coming to y'all y'all like listen then you're not a woman of god like you say you are so maybe you need to check that mm-hmm. and that's what i needed to hear not mm-hmm. like just give up right but like there was one time at jessica's where we were doing our thing that we do every year and you were like you look bound Mm-hmm. And I never forget that day because I really was. Mm-hmm. And I had to find, and then Jess gave me that book by Sherry Shepard. And I was like, <laughs> What's the book called? It's called Love Letters from mm-hmm. Her King. And it's basically hearing God's voice in a love letter to Oh, you. that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I have, you know, that I have gifted that book to other people oh, who are on beautiful. there. And I was like, If it wasn't for this girl, like, I want to be this bold in my love for Christ and understanding that the affirmation that I felt like to to be like okay with not having sex mm-hmm. to keep a man was from being told like what you, what do you do doing you, right. you you could do because we did it and then to see the end result that it's possible girl yeah. yes so important you know what I think of um we didn't meet as spiritual friends when you meet people in church there is this thing that happens where sometimes you cannot connect in flesh because mm. you met them in this place. Mm-hmm. And there's this standard, whether it is put on you on purpose or whether it just happens because mm-hmm. you met in this place. We did not meet in church. Mm-hmm. And our relationship with Christ has all grown mm-hmm. differently at different speeds mm-hmm. in the same direction, Ruth, but mm-hmm. at different speeds. Mm-hmm. So there's this realness that we could say, girl, you know what? I've been there. Mm-hmm. Girl, like... I fell down and girl, I did this. And it's so, and then there's this understanding of I've been there too. Mm -hmm. 
when you meet folks in church, or even when you, I'm going to switch the flip. When you meet folks in church, sometimes you can't relate on that level just because maybe you feel like, I don't know, I just can't go there with that person. Right. Or that person won't understand. Right. Or that person has, is so good at doing what they're doing that they can't relate to me. Right. Or, like you were saying, Ruth, I've had friends that I've said, you know what, me and Armel are going to go... Um, Sullivan, we're not gonna have sex, and they look at me like I'm crazy. Mm-hmm. And I will never. You don't forget those things. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. I don't. I will never forget that friend, mm-hmm. that moment, and what that moment did to me and that friend and our friendship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So to be able to talk to, it's so special mm-hmm. to have yeah. a tribe. Mm-hmm. It's so to rare. be able to to talk to a, a, a group of friends, and you're like, all right, this is the, the direction yeah. that I'm heading in. Mm-hmm. Whether that person is there or not, because they know it's a standard from God, they're rooting for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like looking at yourself. Yeah. Like, oh, don't good. make me cry. Yeah, that, you know? that means that I'm extra, extra mm-hmm. blind. <laughs> <laughs> you better go back girl. Yeah, it's it's very rare that I find people I can relate to um, in the natural and spiritual. It's like either I'll have my church friends who it's this really surface level type of thing mm-hmm. and you know, it's thank you, Jesus, praise the Lord. And then I'll have my natural friend where they can't really give me nothing spiritual. They're yeah. just like, I'll go out and have a good time. But to have the both, that's amazing. It's amazing. And then when your families, like you guys are family, but then my family like, considers you guys family too. Like I'm going, I'm going to the girls, you know, like, or I'll tell Joe, like, I'm going to say, oh, you going to see the girl. Like, it's like, you guys are a part of my life it's understood seriously yeah Mm -hmm. yeah i remember jessica um, she was vegan well she's whatever she was at the time (laughs) at the time she was vegan and she came to my graduation uh celebration and so she wasn't really eating because it wasn't really vegan options and my dad was so confused and concerned concerned. and he was like why isn't she eating what's wrong with her is she okay but i thought it was just so beautiful just him caring but i thought that was so funny but yes we are like we're all just family and so that's a beautiful thing absolutely what roles do you think we play like if we had our own sitcom Oh, that's, that's what characters would would we be like our personality like who who are we I can't I don't know living single is the only one that comes to mind to and compare girlfriend. 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 oh yeah sex girlfriend sex in the city is a really good one okay let's do sex in the city who who are we sex in the city might not be a good one <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> Wait, who, who wants to be um, who wants Samantha? to Samantha that was so about that <laughs> in marriage of course right. <laughs> and who'd y'all be I feel Charlotte. like I feel like I'm kind of Charlotte you think so really? I don't know cause I feel like I don't know you guys tell me you I think convert to Judaism there is Charlotte uh, she's the one who converted for her husband Miranda. right yeah, yeah Charlotte okay. Miranda Carrie mm-hmm. and Samantha, and Samantha. Am I Miranda? So who's Summer? Are you? Summer, I feel like, is, the, is usually the easiest one to figure out. Yeah, she, she is. is. But I don't feel like but any I don't of them are like them. 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 No, I don't know if this is a good Okay, show. so switch. Yeah. What about girlfriends? Girlfriends may be more relatable. Mm-hmm. So there's Joe. You're definitely Lynn. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> she is Lynn. She's oh, Lynn. I am Lynn. I feel like okay. I'm Tony. Wait, this is Ruthie. Ruthie's saying yes, she's Tony. Yes, Ruthie. Ru- Tony is... 
Tony's the bougie one. Tony's the bougie one, but she's also she's the one. The, she's the one who she can get she's him. the she's the one who's dating the white guy. Yes, which she I still would do. Yes. No, she's not. No, lawyer. she's not a lawyer. She's a real estate Joan agent. A, yeah, she's a real estate agent. Mm-hmm. She, she's like hard working. Okay, and then there's, there's Joan. And sometimes she has really appropriate and questions. And, like and Maya. I but you're kind of Maya. Maya. I feel like you're Maya. Maya's like, she the hood one. She's Joan's yes. assistant. Yes. Okay, and she's, she's she got a bucket. Yes. Oh, that is. Okay. That'd be me. That'd be me. But yeah, I don't know. And Joan's. Which Joan's shows? a lawyer. Yeah. She's like very like Abby like you know, a cross between you two. She doesn't really go outside the box real like just like, like very she has excellent taste. Yes, excellent It's hard because Kendra and Jessica are a lot alike. Yeah, so yeah, I think yeah. I would share Joan. Okay. Joan like quality. Tony. And Tony's the super bougie one. She's like, I can't date him, like he's poor. <laughs> That's why I said that would be me, because I would so say something like that. Like run his FICO yeah, score, please. So, so that I think so. I think we should do that movie Girl Trip. Their oh my god! Because I think that I, I forgot their names though. Movie really quick, because you know my memory is not good. I forget good. their names. There's Queen Latifah. There's Jada. Okay. Yeah, there's I don't Tiffany Haddish. Movie names. Tiffany, there's Tiffany Haddish. You're definitely Tiffany Haddish. <laughs> there's <laughs> Tiffany, <laughs> Jada, Queen Latifah, and Regina Hall. Regina Hall. Oh. oh okay. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I don't know. I always feel like Regina was very serious. She was very serious. Um. But what was her situation? She like her so she was dating her husband was cheating on her yeah. and like well not really cheating on her yeah yeah so I didn't want to claim that but they sort of had like this arrangement or it whatever. was all like it was all for oh stuff. and for we service. was in the yeah. movie y'all yes <laughs> we were definitely in girls trip we was in the movie yeah, in the while they were shooting yo you can't see us well, but that's not the point we was up in there we was they, in the back there definitely there's extra when next time you see the movie in the scene where Jada. And who's the other one? Who's the the yes. No, they're not on the stage. They're Regina's on, on stage and they come in the back. Yes, yes. and they the came back. through the back during the yeah, Essence Fest. We was in right there in the crowd and we had to turn around and look. We got directions and everything. We had to turn around and look. <laughs> Guys, Our movie you debut. On you won't see us, but we were there. Just if know you, that. If you zoom in real good. <laughs> who's there? Okay, so then who are we just... What are our roles in in real life? So Summer, I would have to say you are definitely the lighthearted, yes. free spirit, yes. brings light and mm-hmm. joy to every situation. Even when you're just smiling, I'll take it. And also That's very nice. um, like okay, Summer asks random questions like out of nowhere. It's mm-hmm. like okay, my That's family calls me a blonde. A sum- <laughs> yes, definitely a blonde. Lots of blonde moments. I feel mm-hmm. like your name is. So so fitting. Yes. You are. Mm-hmm. You're such a breath of fresh air. Mm-hmm. And you make mm-hmm. every situation light. Yes. yes. With whatever it is, whether it be a joke, whether it be like a random comment, mm-hmm. whether it has nothing to do with what we're talking right. about, mm-hmm. right. or whether it just I don't know. It's funny. You mm-hmm. are. Your name is so fitting. Your mom yeah. and your parents did a good job of yeah. that. Yeah. And even when it's a serious situation, it's like. We may be in tears, and then here, here summer comes, comes summer, yeah. <laughs> and she saves the moment. Yeah, right. Oh, that was nice, guys. Ruthie is also a breath of fresh air. Yeah, she very is. positive. Yeah, she's definitely um, the supporter. Yeah, yeah. she's the we'll hype, support hype anything man. that you do. Yes. <laughs> she's the hype sure. man. She's like you fat. You was not fat. You <laughs> five hundred pounds. She's like, girl, please. You was not that. You better wear that. You better wear that dress. Right, wear that belly shirt. You better wear that crop top. And then she would order one for herself. This was great. (laughs) Also, Spender. Big Spender. Oh, yeah. Big Spender. Yes. 
I'll say Jessica is... Um, She's definitely always, I felt like, my big sister role. Mm. I go to her a lot when I just need, like, some reality strategic moves. Mm -hmm. I feel like she's great with that. And, like, she's very bougie. Well, actually, all three of them are very, very bougie um, (laughs) in their own way. But, um, so, yeah, she's bougie, too. But just, I don't know, just high quality everything. I don't know. Every time I I think of Jessica, I just think of just high quality. And I just mean in all aspects. Mm -hmm. Very grounding. Just, yes. Very grounding I would say, because she is my sister, Mm -hmm. it was such a wonderful, like, it came full circle to me because it's been a dream of mine. And um, I felt like... What's been a dream of yours? To become a Delta. Okay. Become part of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated. Delta's in the building. <sighs> yes. <laughs> and I think it came full circle for me because it was something that I prayed on. And God does not forget your dreams, even though you may. Mm-hmm. And it oh, was... That's a good teacher. <clears throat> that is a very good... And I felt like she always knew that was, like, my thing. Mm-hmm. And when she knew the time was right, like, she's like, girl, it's time. And mm-hmm. I just felt like <clears throat> no one else would have done that. Mm-hmm. And Jessica, you, know? you guys, Jessica's Delta, too. And I think, you know, that's the type of person she is. Like, she may have a lot of things going on, but she will check in. She will make sure you're good. And she's always um, in tune mm-hmm. with, you know, where we are as a person. So she does have a very nurturing spirit, which I appreciate and I mean, we all do to a certain extent. That's why we're like an extension of one another. But I feel like that older sister vibe, even though I think I'm the oldest, (laughs) I know I'm the oldest, Um, you know, especially in my spiritual walk, you guys have, I was a babe in Christ, you Mm -hmm. know, you guys like foster that. So I think um, that's the thing I pulled from everybody because I did not grow up as, you know, I grew up Catholic. So it's very different for me, like my mm-hmm. relationship and how I, I was relational with God. <clears throat> so I think that helped bring it full circle. So I feel like with Jess, and she's very like steadfast in her faith. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I always appreciated that. I was like, I want to be like Jessica. <laughs> like, like she'd be like, nah, girl. He ain't a man of God. That ain't in the Bible. <laughs> right. Like, and she'll I'm back it up girl. with the word. Yo, I be like, all right, girl, let me, I'll get back to you. Let me pray on this one. <laughs> you know <laughs> But but you, sometimes you need that. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you can't be... And, you know, Kendra is very, like, I'm not finna satisfy your flesh, homie. Mm-hmm. Like, this is... Mm-hmm. And I was like, she just ripped the Band-Aid off. I'm like, you don't even count, yo. Like, you gotta <laughs> count it to three. She just <laughs> ripped it off, you know? So, and I appreciate that. I appreciate her um, brevity because sometimes your, your soul's too precious for time wasted. Yeah. yeah. You know, so I appreciate that. And I appreciate that she's also lighthearted. And you talking about Kendra? Or... I'm talking about Kendra. Okay. I switched to Kendra. Wait, um, very quickly, before we tap in, I do want to say Jessica is so yes, grounded and so loyal. Jeez mm-hmm. Louise. Yes. Not only to us, mm-hmm. but to everything. Mm-hmm. Like, she is loyal. The yes. only way that I could describe it is loyalty. Yeah. Will always, always, always be there. And not mm-hmm. many people will always, always, always be there. Sometimes and that's why you have to feel like you always got to be there for her. Of course. Because it's like, yeah. that will be here. So yeah. I got to be there. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's the truth. So now it's Kendra's turn. Yeah, oh you go. Oh. I'm a little scared. Oh, man. Y'all going to make me cry, man. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> Let it out. 
So Kendra is, like you said, very lighthearted. Mm-hmm. Sort of like a breath of fresh air, but mm-hmm. also like this strong gust of wind mm-hmm. that's like subtle though mm-hmm. you know it's inviting it's like, it is inviting and it's like you do a very good job in articulating what it is that you want to say mm. and doing it in such a loving 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 way you're my girl mm. you're my girl we we share decor ideas and like you are also another reflection of myself mm-hmm. and it's so crazy because we didn't talk about this but like we're such we have such a difference in age but you would never know yeah that's you very, would never that's so know true. it's like we click on levels that i don't click with anyone else mm. so you are my girl mm. yes kendra is very sure just yes, i love that word uh it's so uh, something that i always always pray about even when i know the information for some reason i have a tendency to be very timid about it but you're very <laughs> strong in in every statement that you make mm. And everything that you do is just so, it's, it's so strong and sure about it. And I love that. And then one thing, I want to say one thing. And it's even like knowing you and even when you're not sure about something, it's like you never let anybody know that. Mm-hmm. You know, and so there's just this confidence of like, even if I'm not sure, we're going with it. Mm-hmm. And we're going to be confident with this decision. And we just going to see what happens. Mm-hmm. You'll make up something on the fly. And you would never get, you would think that you would done plan. <laughs> Planned it for mad long, then wrote out a plan. <laughs> that and yeah, just everything you do, it's just, it seems like it's with such confidence. Mm-hmm. And I love that. And I love that you're relatable. You know, like um, at my birthday celebration, all my friends were like, oh my God, she's like so pretty. And then they were stalking your IG page. They're like, oh my God, her husband's so gorgeous. They're just so beautiful. Aww. And I was like, but they like that in real life, though. Mm-hmm. You know, because there's people who put on a facade like they one way. In, yeah. But y'all like this in real life. Yeah. You know, like mm-hmm. I'd be proud to be like, yeah, that's my girl. That's how mm-hmm, she's doing. It. And that's Kendra. That's Jessica. That's Summer. You know, it's nice and it's refreshing to be able to um, for your personality to line up with your character, to yeah. line up with your spirit. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. and you don't find that in many people. So it is a blessing mm-hmm. because friendship, you know, sometimes you can count your inner circle, Yeah, you know, and you have to count on your inner circle because mm-hmm. that's another thing. Because there's a lot of people that I've learned through y'all that I do not share things with because you cannot do anything for me yeah. in Jeez. the way of like, yes. in the way of prayer. Yeah. Yes. You know what I mean? Like you're just going, I don't know what it is, but it's like speaking to a wall. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So why bother? You know, I've learned to, because I'm very open, Mm -hmm. so I've learned to kind of scale that back and know who to talk to, because I know your intent and I know where your heart is Mm -hmm. and where your Um, your intentions lie. Because we're intentional, we know the information that we feed each other not only stays between us, Mm -hmm. but there's no envy, there's no jealousy. It's like, yo, I need to make sure that when... You know, I'm picking this. I gotta call Jess. I gotta call Kendra. I, you know, I'm I'm thinking about working out. Let me call Summer. It, there's no like, uh, there's not a spirit of ugliness. Yeah. You know, like hidden ugliness where you're secretly like wanting right. something. Mm-hmm. You know, what other people you're like, I just I don't feel right when she's in my home. I don't feel right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like, very safe. you know what I was gonna say. The reason why. I fell in love with my husband, Armel, is because there is not one thing that I can tell Armel that he will be surprised about. I can tell Armel the ugliest part of me, the ugliest part of my family, and he's just like, okay. 
it's not the end of the world. And with the tribe and with you three, there is not anyone else. I'm not going to even say many. Let me be specific. Outside of you three, I know that I can say whatever I need to say, however ugly it is. And whether or not it is a first instant, you are going to see my heart. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you are not going to make a big mm-hmm. deal about what I say. And I think that also comes with knowing God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? So it's like, <clears throat> I'm not judging you based on what your parents do, what your sister do, what your father do, what your brother do, which whoever, whatever, mm-hmm. what your job or what situation you have to be in because of the circumstances that you were in. Because mm-hmm. I know the God that you serve and mm-hmm. I know the God that I serve. And mm-hmm. I know that it's beyond you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's, so there's such a comforting feeling that when you talk to people who mm-hmm. know God, it's mm-hmm. like, oh, God, God, God got it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, dang, I just lifted this burden off of me because I shared mm-hmm. something so heavy mm-hmm. that I can't control. But because you know my God, mm-hmm. you did not name me or label me that burden. Mm-hmm. That is huge. Yes. Yeah. So that same quality that I married mm-hmm. <laughs> is what you guys have. Mm-hmm. That I could tell you my burden mm-hmm. And it's not a label on me. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, okay, girl, we're going to pray. Okay, mm-hmm. girl, we're going to touch me. Okay, girl, that happened to me and your family mm-hmm. member. Okay, mm-hmm. girl, we could connect mm-hmm. on that so right. many levels. Mm-hmm. And it's not like, oh, wow, did you just say that out loud? And we've never been too far. Like, we've, like you said, we're, we've all, we were all on different spiritual levels when we met each other. Mm-hmm. But we've never been too far ahead. One of us has never been too far ahead where we couldn't reach back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. It's like we're 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 inching, 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 inching together. So we're still sort of we're relatable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, we're relatable. It's like, okay, well, one person's struggling, that's okay. I was there two months ago. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like we're so relatable and I just I'm just so like this is such a God ordained ordained Amen. relationship and yes. it's apparent in so many different ways. And that's another thing. We've also been in each other's place of worship and can share, like, can honestly feel comfortable in those spaces. Mm -hmm. And, you know, sometimes you're like, like, when I go to Kendra's church, like, my church, we use, like, our phones or tablets. And then your church, I remember one of the sisters brought me over a Bible, so I always keep a Bible in my car just in case. (laughs) I'm like, I'm not going to put on the spot again. I have my Bible on deck. So just different things. And then just being able to go to Justice Church with my family and them being so welcoming and then enjoying the experience. Like, that really matters. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? So it's consistent. And that's God, because we serve a consistent God, right? That's right. That's right. Yeah. When you are with the people that you're supposed to be with, the same attributes that others may find un... um, popular or unpleasing like the people who are for you will see that in like a beautiful light yeah mm-hmm. right it's almost like saying that um, i don't know it's almost like uh, someone who is uh, a vegan going to fish right they can't appreciate catching the fish right. but mm-hmm. someone who is uh, a fisherman mm-hmm. will appreciate the gift of getting the fish mm-hmm. right so when mm-hmm. you're around the right people those same qualities mm-hmm. and i thank you so much for like saying that sure that boldness that because mm-hmm. some people see it as like oh she thinks she know it all mm-hmm. right and trust me i don't know it mm-hmm. all <laughs> I surely don't. And if you know me well enough, you know I don't know it all. But those attributes that you, the people who are meant to be in your life, they will see it as blessings. And the right. people who are not meant to be in your life will see it as, as negatives. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think there's a sense of clarity that you get as you get older and as you mature in Christ. 
I think you realize like who's for you and who's not yes. for you yes. and the reasons why. And it just becomes so natural to distance yourself. Yes. And it's it, okay. Yeah. Yes. 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 Go ahead and clap. Because this last year, I think at the end of last year, you know, I had this conversation with Kendra, but at the end of last year, I started to realize like my circle, my true circle is small and I'm okay with that. I wasn't always okay mm-hmm. with that. Mm-hmm. And I would extend myself to people and to places that I just had no business being mm-hmm. in. But when you really recognize who is for you, mm-hmm. there's like so much value in that. Mm-hmm. There's so much value in that. And it's like, man, you guys are Yes. You, mm-hmm. you live life differently. You walk differently. You strut differently. Yeah. Because you just know what you know. And Where you're okay. You? Like you said, you're okay with it. But also, it's like, it's refreshing because... Then you don't. It's easier to say no. Yes. Because yes. <laughs> yes. you're just like I'm not I'm not gonna be able to make it. Sorry. Not only mm-hmm. is there so much value in that, but they value you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's important. Mm-hmm. Our lives be so busy. It's like to we don't even have time really. And when you think back, it's interesting to me that the I can't say wasted friendships, but relationships I shouldn't have been in mm-hmm. I'm like how would you even spending your time on that mm-hmm. you know things that aren't intentional and mm-hmm. don't add to my growth mm-hmm. um, time is just too precious to spend it on people anyway who mm-hmm. can't add to you in some type of way mm-hmm. right I don't know if this is on track but how do you guys how did you guys go about letting go of those who that you realized were not for you it's sort of like when people are not for you it's like it literally it's like they just fall off mm-hmm. it's oh, yeah. like What's that mm-hmm. thing? Mm-hmm. The umbilical cord. The umbilical, the umbilical cord. cord. It just dries yeah. up like, and it just It literally falls just dries mm-hmm. up and it's li- literally like... It mm-hmm. drops. That's it. Mm-hmm. It's like you don't need to do any work. You don't need to give explanations. Mm-hmm. You don't need okay. to do... Mm-hmm. It just... And that's God. Mm-hmm. But as humans in flesh who want that, sometimes we hold on to the cord that's right. already falling off. Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. That's so good. And we make it harder than it needs to be. Oh, so much harder. But that's why I always pray about God. I'm like, God, just remove the people that are not supposed to be in my life yeah. and help me be okay with that. Yes. Help me with the transition. Right. That's a good help part. me help with me acceptance. Be okay. Help me be okay right. with that. Because then we we suffer like like ghost pains mm-hmm. almost in a way like We're of having that too. and growing yeah. pains. And it's just like you we all know that saying sometimes where God is prepared to take you other people can't come. They can't. Nice. And I wait and like I'm not trying to you know just like airlines is a baggage allowance. You bet. Girl, is that you a word? Is that... You got an offer? <laughs> Because I got a dollar. Yeah. You gotta have a dollar. Right. That's a whole sermon. So, no, because there's a baggage allowance, and it's just like, I don't have, I have my stuff, and I have room for my spouse that's coming on, mm. and that's about it. Mm. You know, I'm already carrying my family and my circle, and I really don't have the time for it because you're just, you're not gonna ever unload it. It's just gonna be there. You know what I mean? And even planes, at some point, the capacity, they'll tell you, Genius. it's got to get off. <laughs> you know? Genius. So it just feels like, for me, it's been the discernment of of being able to just see that ahead of time. Like, you know what? I'm not even going to start this friendship. Right. You know, sometimes it just don't go past hello. I'm not going to extend my number, my social right. media, because there's nothing there. Mm. You know what I mean? Because I know it's going to be a parasitic relationship. You're just going to feed off of me. Yeah. And I don't have the space or the capacity to take that on. Yeah. And it's just realizing because I used to be a person that, you know, I'm a people pleaser, but I don't like people being mad or You're saying no. You I'm a giver. giver. You yeah. know? So, um, but then I had this like crazy mindset that people are like me. Mm. 
Yeah. You know? So I operate like that. Right. They would never do that because I would never do that. that way. Yes. Jessica and Ruth are common in that you know, way. They would never, because like, and I was hurtful. It's hurtful when you, when you. The think, realization. Right. That realization, mm-hmm. that, that wake up call, like, nope that's not the way it is yeah and it's almost like it's a it's a blessing in disguise because mm-hmm. when you realize like you said it's like when they fall off and then there's no there's no phone call like mm-hmm. there's there's nothing mm-hmm. it's like oh did this person even care yeah. you mm-hmm. know yeah and so it's like again it's like you have to learn to be okay with that yeah and that and then once you're okay with that it becomes easier and easier and easier and then you're okay with um putting more because I don't have the extra people taking from me I have more to give to you guys oh, right you know I have more to give to my family I have more to give to God because I'm not wasting time yeah, yeah. you know like being there and being in those places and doing those things like Jessica said where I had no business being because I did not consult God and that was another thing that made it easier for me because I'm like well there's something God has for me to learn about this what what is it let me pick that up and then leave and then just understanding that there's also seasons. Yeah. A yeah. big seasonal thing. And some people are just seasonal. Mm-hmm. And stop trying to take them into right. your spring when they was just in winter. Yeah. Yeah. And one thing I'm learning currently, this mm-hmm. is a current moment, like mm-hmm. real time right now, <laughs> that when God shows you something about someone, <laughs> not only do you have to believe it, mm-hmm. but that you have to not feel bad for letting it go. Mm-hmm. Um. And and I don't know if anyone else can agree, but just the, sometimes you don't owe folks explanations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, you know, I, I'm so comfortable in the, you know, well, let me explain myself. Let me make sure they understand. Some folks are not meant to understand. Mm-hmm. Right. Some Sometimes God, I didn't ask you to go say that. Right. I didn't ask you to go give explanations. Mm-hmm. You need to walk where I asked you to walk. Mm-hmm. And you need to let go of what I asked you. And And, you know, we talk about like, Sometimes I'm jumping, but we talk about being obedient with sex, easy things that we read in the Bible, mm-hmm. right? Like being mm-hmm. obedient with sex, being obedient with um, other commandments or sacraments that God mm-hmm. asks us to do, but like being obedient with the whispers of God. Like, yes. like this person is not for you, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Walk away. Mm-hmm. I have been, I personally have been disobedient in that area mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. where it's like, I just want, I, I just want them to get me so bad or mm-hmm. not necessarily, it's not acceptance. It's mm-hmm. not a matter of acceptance. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of, and I think that this is also the makeup of person, yeah. like not wanting the person to feel, feel bad. bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not acceptance. Let's mm-hmm. be very clear. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't want you to feel bad. I don't want to be that bad friend. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be that, me and mom, the person's not your friend. Right. Right. <laughs> right. Knock, knock. That's word. The person's not even your friend. The person's mm-hmm. not even meant to be on this journey with mm-hmm. you and you feel so bad about you, you're parting with them mm-hmm. i have been so disobedient i'm mm-hmm. learning to be obedient very slowly this mm-hmm. is real life this is true life mm-hmm. with like okay god this person's not for me mm-hmm. how do i not care that they might look at me bad right that they might be left with a version that is not true but since it's their version and I'm not explaining this is what they're left with. Mm-hmm. Swallowing mm-hmm. that is yeah. real life. Because mm-hmm. we talking about flesh versus spirit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Flesh is, I want people to understand me. I want people to be friends mm-hmm. with me. I want, even if we're not as close anymore, I don't want it to be harsh. I want it to be this. I'm, yeah. And God is like, that's not what I asked you to do. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm not, God is not concerned about that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
God is concerned about you moving forward to what he showed you mm-hmm. and not and, and, and where he wants you to go. And sometimes mm-hmm. we think about, okay, if I, if I, um, if I am celibate, then God will bless me with that. But there's mm-hmm. blessing in just being obedient with right. who he wants right. me. He right. can't bless you with who you have around. Right. Exactly. Everyone cannot harvest right. the crop from the seed that God has sown and that you have yep. watered. Everybody mm-hmm. can't do that. Mm-hmm. Everybody can't be there. Mm-hmm. Everybody does not deserve that. Mm-hmm. Right. And you're telling God, I'd rather wait for the crop to grow. Oh. I'd rather it be delayed mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> to not make that person feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what we're telling God. Mm-hmm. I'd rather wait for the harvest mm-hmm. to be next season because mm-hmm. we want this person around. Mm-hmm. Right. That's crazy. We have a tendency to minimize the mission a lot. Mm-hmm. Mm. And we're so, we have a tendency to be so narrow minded. Mm -hmm. And that was why, just going back to the obedience thing, when I met Carl, and um, down to just like, God, should I text him back? Mm -hmm. I did not, I didn't want to waste not one more moment Mm -hmm. dealing with a situationship growing feelings and that's not what it was supposed to be mm-hmm. down to a date i said mm-hmm. god do you want me to go on this mm-hmm. date right. when he showed up at my um graduation uh so party nice. and everybody was so shocked because god told me not to tell anybody and i have no idea why but i was just so fed up with wasting time i'm like god i'm just gonna listen i don't somebody maybe could have told me something and i showed them a picture and it could have made me second guess it i don't i don't know why god we have a tendency also to question god a lot mm-hmm. and it's just like well why can't it be we don't know and a lot of times, you know, like Kendra said, like, it's not, God is not concerned with that. And he's not sometimes going to take the time to break everything down. Explain to you. Right. You know what I mean? But when you are disobedient, you not only delay uh, the harvest and you delay your blessings, but you could also be setting yourself up for disaster and don't mm-hmm. even know it. That's mm-hmm. true. By, you know, mm-hmm. being disobedient in those small whispers. Mm-hmm. And I think me, how I've been just trying, going back to your earlier question just how I've been letting go of relationships um I have a lot of associates I don't have a lot of friends I think that it's just easy for me to uh, I'm not saying this is the right way because it's not but I'll just like <laughs> not text back or it's just like slowly it's just because we don't have much to talk about and like I said I know it I'm not saying that this is a healthy way but because I just get so disinterested when it's not feeding me, I yeah. get so disinterested in it. It's hard for me to even fake it at this mm-hmm. point, yeah. especially this year more than ever, because God is just really moving me in certain mm-hmm. places. I just don't even have the energy mm-hmm. to yeah. fake something mm-hmm. or to make time for you. And God is just like, we're not doing that mm-hmm. anymore. We're off that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think you also have to um, to kind of take the lead from God and just say, maybe that's not god's plan for that person's life for me to be in it mm-hmm. you know what i mean like this is his plan for me right now and this is his plan for them and that means we're not because we're moving in different places yeah so they because I, I find that in one of my friends you know um i'm because i'm such a supporter i always want to run and help mm-hmm. and then god revealed to me um she needs my help not yours and your hindrance yeah mm-hmm. yep. because mm-hmm. i'm an enabler mm-hmm. And what she needs is she needs to turn to God. Mm. You know what I mean? So it's like, but I keep, I keep stepping in. So she's, I'm always going to be there. She's, there's no need for her. Right. To know who God is. Right. You know what I mean? become her God. Right. You know? And it's like, all right. And that's so hard when you want to help somebody Mm -hmm. and you know you can, but God's telling you fall back. Mm 
you know, let them have their come to Jesus moment mm-hmm. because they need it. Just like you needed it, they need it. And now's the time. So stop. And that's really hard because in our flesh, you know, we never want to see anybody suffer, especially somebody we care about. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it's like, just like I had to really get to my lowest in my spirit to really like press into God. That's what he's calling for her. And I see that. So I have to be very, and all I can say is you need to pray. Like, you know, you should, you should pray here. Let me send you something. God, and just encourage her in that way, you know? Um, and the same thing has happened, you know, in, with one of my siblings, I just felt like, you know, with his situation, I'm like, there's no God in it. That's why it's not working. Mm-hmm. And how do you say that to people who are non-believers mm-hmm. without them feeling like you're a Bible thumper? You're always talking about this guy. You're always talking about... I'm like, but that's all I know. Because, like, that's that's my source. That's what I... That's all. That's how I can help you. There's nothing else. You can go to all the counseling you want. You can do everything you want. But if you guys don't learn the basic standards of, like, how you should be loving each other, there's nothing that anybody can tell you that it's going to work. You know what I mean? Side note, I always wondered that about um, therapists who are Christians who don't specify that they're Christian therapists. Mm -hmm. I was like, how, when you look in, listening to a situation and you letting somebody spend all that money and you know the source of their problem is just like, you need Jesus. But then it's like, you can't even (laughs) tell them that. I always wonder, I'm like, how do they even work? That's so funny that you bring that up because, you know, I'm in, I will be a licensed therapist very soon. And that is one of the struggles that I've had because mm-hmm. I've I don't want to necessarily label myself as because you have the option to do so you have mm-hmm. the option to be a Christian therapist mm-hmm. right I mean I am a Christian so I will always be a Christian therapist mm-hmm. but you have the option to be labeled so if someone's seeking you out mm-hmm. they will specifically seek you out for Christian mm-hmm. counsel that is not necessarily what I want to do like I don't I don't necessarily want to talk bible in my mm. ther- in my um, therapy sessions however i do believe and this is something that i'm still talking to god about but i do believe that as a christian you are still the vessel right and so without even saying like someone should know you're a christian without speaking the word jesus right mm-hmm. so so your your actions your actions and even in the things that you say you can still bring jesus to that person without necessarily having to speak jesus now don't get me wrong there will be some things that will come against my my faith, mm-hmm. right? And I have come into contact with some of those things where I have had to say, like, I can't, I can't counsel this person. Like, mm-hmm. I can't because you're specific. I mean, this person is a client, right? Mm-hmm. So someone's coming and seeking services for something specific. And if what they're seeking services for is something that goes against mm-hmm. my faith, I can't help you. Mm-hmm. Are you allowed to... to um like it has to be acceptance on both sides, right? So the person has to like you to continue, but do do therapists have the the power to say, "Well, I don't want to." Yes. Okay. And I mean, you want to do it in a tactful way too because obviously, you know, that person is coming in with a need, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um but it's there's nothing wrong for you to say, you know, I don't think that this is the best fit, mm-hmm. right? And for you to be able to refer them it's to someone else that would be better suited for them. Mm-hmm. Okay. See, guys, this is this is why you need a tribe. This is just <laughs> a little taste, literally just a little taste of of the type of conversations we have when we link up. And it's like this all the time. It's so uh, I just leave so full every time um, we come together. And I mean that in a very real way. But thank you, ladies, so much 
for joining me in thank this you episode. For us. Our pleasure. Yes. Us thank back. you. Thank you. For thank real. you. Yes. Soon. I'm gonna invite you guys back, and I hope listeners, um, you got some type of information and some type of encouragement to definitely seek God about. Uh, uh, having a tribe and just people and it doesn't even necessarily need to be multiple people but even just a single person having mm-hmm. someone uh close to you that is that safe place and that can relate to you on you know all levels that you can find just everything just a one-stop shop um it's very it's a blessing it's rare you can't treat everybody like that so just be very cautious don't think everyone who comes into your life that that's their their purpose because it's not um so just be very mindful of that and seek god about it And thank you so much for listening. I love you guys. Thank Thank you. you. Thank you. We love you more.